Hi, I'm Blake Gilman, the Vice President, Director of Post-Acute Care Services at LCS. You're listening to the Healthcare Highwire, the LCS Health Services Division premier podcast that inspires to provide meaningful and pertinent content that gives you an edge in balancing business and healthcare. Thank you for listening to this episode. We hope you enjoy it. Welcome to Gone Learning, Back in 10, Healthcare Highwire's 10-minute study tool. Welcome back to our series on PDPM MDS Quick Tips, where today, Michelle and Natalie will tell us about sections E through H. Welcome to Healthcare Highwire. I am Michelle Kramer, Director of Health and Wellness Programming and Post-Acute Specialist. And I am joined today by our LCS Mock Surveyor and MDS Specialist, Natalie Moore. This is the second of four presentations where we are going to discuss some PDPM MDS quick tips and strategies for success to ensure accurate coding of the MDS. We will be focusing on particular sections of the MDS that really have an impact of PDPM and regulatory reimbursement. So today we are covering MDS section E through H. Natalie, would you start us off by letting us know what quick tips you have regarding the behaviors and cognition section E? Yeah, so section E is talking about behaviors and these will get you into the nursing category of behavioral and cognition. And any of the following behaviors will get you into that nursing category. So hallucinations, delusions, physical, verbal, or any other behavioral symptoms towards others, rejection of care, and then any wandering. So where's the best place to document these behaviors? That's a great question, right? The CNAs, as well as activities, personnel, anyone really who has access to the kiosk can document the behaviors there. They should also be notifying their nurse who will then follow the community's policy as to how to proceed with documentation, whether that be in a note or completing an assessment. Since we're on the subject of team effort documentation and collaboration efforts, Michelle, let's discuss some quick tips regarding everyone's favorite section, GG. Oh my goodness, GG is my favorite subject. So GG is self-care admission and discharge goals, right? So we need to ensure that the admission, self-care, and mobility, usual functional performance scores are coded accurately by day four, right? Day one, day two, day three, you're assessing. Day four, you need to code it. So make sure you remember that. So this is for the five-day admission assessment. In addition, GG needs to be scored Uh, two days prior to and including the ARD when you're coding an interim payment assessment as well as the discharge assessment. Very important. Remember, it's two days prior and the ARD. So we want to make sure that we're scoring those accurately. We also want to be sure that we're coding all of section GG column one and have no dashes in that because that will affect our relation to the quality reporting program or the QRP. We do not want to incur a 2% reduction in payments due to dashes, right? So in column two on section GG, that's the discharge goal section, right? So we wanna make sure that we're coding all the goals that are appropriate for that resident, right? You don't wanna just say one, a discharge goal and choosing the inappropriate goal, like let's say, okay, we're going to focus on eating for a discharge goal and we're working on toilet hygiene 
dressing and transfers. So that doesn't make sense. So you want to do all that's appropriate on the five-day assessment. So in addition, um, we have mobility and self-care, right? So we want to make sure that we're scoring accurately on the admission assessment and the discharge assessment, right? So CMS is going to be comparing those functional scores from admission to discharge and looking for positive outcomes. They're going to be reviewing that and um, actually auditing us uh, with PDPM to make sure that we're producing positive outcomes. In addition, GG need to be accurate. So you don't want to code it too low or too high because if you're doing that, it might affect the reimbursement. So if you go too low in PT and OT, that might reduce the reimbursement versus if you go too high in nursing, that will reduce their clinical category. So you have to make sure it's usual performance. So you really wanted to meet as a PDPM huddle team and discuss what PT and OT scored for the GG and what nursing scored and make sure that you're coming together to score it accurately. What is their usual performance? And one of the big things we have missed is making sure that we have a summary statement to let us know why we coded section GG the way we did. So again, remember, remember MDS section GG must be scored and coded on day four. So Natalie, I know one of the other areas that we want to talk about today is the bowel and bladder, that's Section H. Can you tell us a few tips for that? Yes, yeah, so Section H is much less complex than that GG, and like you said, it's all about bowel and bladder. So here you're going to gain points in your NTA category by coding any sort of ostomy or intermittent catheterization. And in addition to this, bowel and bladder restorative programs are coded here and count towards your nursing category if the resident lands in the behavioral cognition or that reduced physical function category. So keep in mind these programs can be together or separate, but either way they will only count as one program. And you must have all the following or requirements and able to code them on the MDS. So number one, we need documentation. The program was delivered on four or more days in your seven-day look-back period. Two, we need proof of an individualized program based off of an assessment of the resident's unique coding pattern. So for example, when you do the three-day voiding trial when they first come in, that would establish their unique coding program. Thirdly, you need an individualized program that is care planned. And then lastly, notations of the resident's response to the toileting program and then subsequent evaluations as needed. And with that, we want to thank you for joining us on Healthcare Highwire. Please join us next time as we continue our series on PDPM, MDS quick tips and success strategies for completion of MDS sections for PDPM. Thanks for joining us on Gone Learning. See you next time. Legal disclaimer, Life Care Services LLC is not engaged in rendering legal advice. Therefore, any information provided in this podcast, although intended to be correct, is also not intended to replace or supersede the advice of your legal counsel. Also, thank you to Ben Sounds for the music provided in this podcast.